Okay, good morning, everyone. A very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared for um, the opportunities that lie ahead uh, as best we possibly can. Um, you, you might be fully aware a lot of these markets are, are really quite bearish at the moment. Um, so you don't need to be too... Uh, too sophisticated on on the fundamental side, you can clearly see that there's there's direction and volume um, to the downside across many of these markets. Um, so what it becomes now is uh, an ability to to cherry pick the best opportunities. Um, where are we likely to see the greatest weakness versus um, which markets out there are likely to provide a little bit of strength? So we're talking about uh, risk sentiment and and that will certainly guide us a little bit more uh, during these very turbulent times so let's get straight into it then we'll start of course with our risk warning just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen uh, and good morning to those of you joining us live i uh, hope you're all keeping well and you had a good weekend uh, if you're joining us via one of our podcasts um good to have you on board and we do of course hope um that this session can benefit you um in these markets today. Okay, so uh, each and every time a trader gets to their desk, they need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade, where do we enter, where do we exit, how do we manage that risk. Hopefully prior to entry, you're not changing risk during the trade. That's not a good idea, it's a slippery slope. Um, how to manage each trade, hopefully to a successful outcome. So trade management and risk management are very, very different things. And trading psychology as well. Um, these markets um, absolutely have their own own psychology as well as, as us as individual traders. Um, so we can feel somewhat excited and um, um, or, or anxious or stressed or, or um, uh, there's a whole range of emotions you go through when you trade these financial markets. So you, you, you're going to carry those elements with you um, and sometimes that can influence your decision making so so try to be as stable as you possibly can when you trade financial markets it's very difficult sometimes but keep your feet on the ground at all times and just look for that best opportunity and um, that's really what we do in our live trade rooms every day and, and as you know we're strong advocates of being consistent if we're erratic with our decision making it's very hard to be consistently profitable uh, disciplined with our capital and of course being patient as well um, can play a very important role. Um, like these markets are currently selling, so we've got opportunities to potentially um, sell the out-and-out -out lows. That's not really our style. We want to look for some sort of corrective move. So we'll see where those best opportunities may lie for us over the course of the trading day. So let's start with a review of potential market moving news. So today there's nothing of any major interest or concern. Um, the, the macro or geopolitical uh, elements to these markets are, are really quite important and uh, really it's about central bank monetary policy that's really why um, a lot of these markets are selling off excessively um, we have this very concerning inflation story and if you remember two months ago if I go back to Friday's CPI numbers um, and I suppose firstly it's probably worth going back to the ECB because we know we've got a very a relatively hawkish Fed um, but what we've seen now is a bit of a change of stance from the ECB in terms of kind of hawkish outlooks uh, for the ECB 
So they've turned a lot more hawkish as again as a result of um, a lot of the inflation story. We've got slowing growth and um, increasing inflation, which is a, a really bad combination. And um, that's why these markets are, are really feeling the pain. But if we look at uh, CPI and core CPI, so the headline rate, um, we're expecting a 0 0.7. Uh, we saw 1.0, so uh, 30 basis point uh, uptick there on CPI. And uh, with the core CPI number, uh, we saw a 10 basis point move. So um, if you remember two months ago, we saw figures of uh, 8.5, the headline rate, in, in the US with, with expectations that that was now the peak um, and what that clearly, that was clearly incorrect now at this stage. And um, we've now got higher inflation just two months later. So it was a bit concerning to us that of, of course um, uh, it's in everyone's, it's, it's in the, the government's interest and, and certainly central bank's interest to talk down um, inflation as much as possible, but you can clearly see that that's not the case. So what it provided was a bit of a, a shock response from the markets and kind of they've been sort of going with um, the status quo, let's say, for, for quite some time, um, despite necessarily there being uh, out and out reasons to do so. But yeah, they've certainly been swallowing a, a lot of what they've been hearing regarding you know, we've, we've now seen the peak for inflation. So we can probably expect perhaps even short term some elevated inflation on these numbers, which is a bad situation for the Fed. So if there was any concerns about the Fed looking to um, to respond accordingly and, and increase rates a little bit more aggressively, then those have now very much subsided. So, um, so that was Friday, so much higher than expected CPI. Today, nothing of any major concern, but if I just flick through the week, we're going to be hearing, um, we're going to be getting some US dollar PPI numbers, producer price index. So again, a uh, kind of an ele elevated inflation, inflationary figure uh, on Tuesday coming out of the US. We get a little snapshot on core retail sales. So that's going to be quite interesting because the, the consumer in the US has been remarkably resilient um, and now we're going to see uh, is there any reflection really in these numbers we, we've jumped from a, um, a 0 0.9 to a 0 0.2 so it looks like there's, there's some concerns there but the core retail sales have, have kind of increased slightly so it might be a bit of a mixed picture um, this week very important week for these central banks we're going to hear from the FOMC uh, on Wednesday and then on Thursday we've got the Swiss National Bank and the BOE. So some structural concerns. And then we're closing the week. We're going to be hearing from Jerome Powell, um, who's due to deliver uh, welcoming remarks at the inaugural conference on the international roles of the US dollar. Um, interesting, interesting topic. Um, obviously, the dollar is the reserve currency globally, and um, there might be some more longer term concerns regarding that. But I'm sure we get a little bit of a snapshot and an update uh, on Friday. So that's just a little overview there for the whole week. So let's get into these charts. And more importantly, we'll see where the opportunities lie. So let's have a look at risk first. Is there 
Are we seeing capital coming out of uh, equities and are we seeing that capital move elsewhere? So we're really quite bearish. We gapped to the downside uh, overnight, or should I say on the open, um, and we've seen over the Asian session further momentum to the downside. You can see the 38.12. So at the moment, that's really holding up this market. But just flicking across the others, very similar situation, downside moves um, are the only kind of opportunities really. Um, I suppose it is worth noting with each of these markets, we've got some a final layer or level perhaps of potential support before we get these markets flushing through to the downside. And with these markets here, there's, there's kind of nothing but air below those levels. So. Um, it may provide some sort of support short term, but that's the only thing. Right, finally, we've seen some strong moves uh, to the downside in markets like the, the FTSE and the DAX. But you can see we're in this little, okay, it's been very bearish the last two or three days, but um, we're in a bit of a sideways moving pattern. Same with the, with the, with the, with the FTSE. So you can see that in real time there. Um, we've not really enjoyed trading the, the FTSE and the DAX now for quite some time. So perhaps we'll, uh, because they're in this little sideways pattern, we'll probably focus on where all the action is really, which is across the, indice, uh, the US indices. Uh, the Nikkei selling off off the highs, again, quite, quite long-term sideways moving patterns. There's a bit of narrowing of price action there as well. And Bitcoin's taken a, a really, really strong move over the last couple of days. And we've broken that 26,600. So nothing but pain there for those um, Bitcoin traders. And we said the next level now is actually for this market down to the $20,000 level. So that's a really massive fall from grace up at 70,000. Um, towards the end of last year, or well, we yeah, November 2021. So we were very close to the 70,000 level. Um, now Bitcoin traders are, well, we've broken that last structure really, that's, that's all that was. And now we're probably down to 20,000. So unfortunately more pain lies ahead really for those Bitcoin traders. Okay, so there's nothing too sophisticated about incredibly risk off markets and um, the final nail in the coffin really Friday afternoon was this much higher than expected inflation story. So when you have a situation where inflation is pushing higher, um, the uh, growth is, is slightly dampening. So you have this stagflationary environment, plus you've got the Fed uh, looking to, to be a lot more hawkish. Um, it's really, the clouds have been forming and the opportunities um, in these US indices markets, as you can see, is very, very bearish going in line. We've been bearish now since November uh, in these markets. So it's just further selling opportunities. Okay, so um, so looking at commodities then. So there's a bit of dollar strength. Um, 
broadly speaking across the board as a result of risk off market conditions um so when we look at the there's there's a kind of a lack of kind of quality opportunity really um this is just a pullback off the 121 um so may get a bit of short-term softening uh, and in gold what you can see is these prices have, have been trading really around these highs in here and we we actually gapped higher and over the course of the trading day so far we've rolled back over inside this little range so we come back to the end in just a second but just looking at the dollar so we're looking at um a stronger dollar um, you can see that the move very much in line with the industry markets so so from last Thursday we were selling the S&P and the Nasdaq and also the euro dollar and the pound dollar to the downside so we had a really really good week last week and as you know we were only actually trading the Thursday and Friday of last week so we're able to capitalize on on some of these moves um, which is great Further downside, further dollar strength potentially is um, is on the cards. Further upside in the dollar Swiss, uh, the dollar CAD. Um, we're seeing further upside there. We could list all of these dollar trades and just look for yesterday's high or low um, to actually kind of navigate. Probably Friday's low is probably better. Um, further downside for the Aussie dollar further downside for the New Zealand dollar. So all of these trades are stacking up. We've got very, very risk-off market conditions. That's how we would categorize them. The euro pound drifting sideways. Now, it might be worth looking at the yen pairs as well, because we're seeing a bit of mild strength just in these markets, and there's probably a little bit more, more downside expected. So we're going to um, just a dollar yen. We've pushed higher. This is the we've not been at these highs for 30 or 40 years. We've actually made new technical highs up at this level. Just a, a technical high. We've not been at this level since uh, 2002. So um, an important move there, isn't it, for, for the dollar yen. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna look for some further yen, um, sorry, further indice weakness. Um, so US indices, to the downside, dollar to the upside, along with the euro yen to the downside below the 40.79. Again, it's that risk off trade. We don't really have an opportunity in the in the gold trade, to be fair. And then pound yen to the downside would be below Friday's low, 165.15. Okay, so let's put those levels in. Uh, we'll let you guys go. So currently up on screen, we had our trade plan from, from Friday morning. 
Um, further U.S. industry weakness, very much in the cards. Further dollar strength. Our, our focus was primarily on um, the the euro dollar and the pound dollar, um, and it was just be mindful of of be mindful the markets are eyeing today's U.S. CPI numbers. We had a bit of sort of hesitation perhaps in the build up to those numbers and then we saw really really explosive moves um post cpi so we're able to get into those almost no-brainer trades uh, and book in profits as well uh friday evening so a really really good week um like i say with the bank holidays at the beginning of the week um and the end of the previous week uh, and then we were Unfortunately, not able to deliver our webinars for a couple of days um, just due to a bit of illness. There's a bit of a bug going around. Um, but Thursday, we were back and, um, you know, two really good trading days under our belt. Um, we don't have to overcomplicate the, uh, the trading conditions, to be fair. Um, risk off market conditions due to higher US CPI and it's the impact that that has on the not just the economy but also um, the, uh, the Fed's response right so we can we can still look for further US industry weakness we can look for further strength US dollar strength will also um, Be, we'd be looking for opportunities for further euro weakness. Right, okay, so that's our trade plan. So we're looking for broadly U.S. industry weakness, further weakness. It's just a case of just um, technically looking for those entries. We want to try and get in on a pullback to the downside if we possibly can. Um, so that would be our plan for the U.S. indices. They're all in the same boat, so um, we, um, we try and pick the best opportunities there. And then further dollar strength as well. Again, quite a few markets to choose from. Um, we're going to look for the opportunities with the best technical setup. And then we're looking for the euro yen to sell below the 140.79 and the pound yen to sell below the 165.15. So I'm going to cut and paste that into the chat box, guys, so you can take those, those details away. Um, with important um, central banks this week now, so we'll see how this market unfolds. So on that note, guys, thanks very much for joining us. We're going to switch across now to our live trade room uh, in just a second. So uh, for those of you who don't want to switch across, feel free to do so. Uh, any questions, feel free to post them and we'll answer them uh, before we close off the, the broadcast. And uh, look, thank you very much for joining us. Just to let you know, we do Trades Markets fully live and interactive every single day from 8 a.m. Uh, through to, uh, for the European session, through to 12.30 uh, p.m. for the U.S. trading session. So um, 
For more information, just go to thelivetrading.com and we'd be happy to answer any questions perhaps through our website if you have any questions there. So um, for everyone here at The Live Trader, thanks for joining us. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.